Hey, what's up? This is Corey Dion Lewis, clinical health coach and host of the Healthy Project podcast. Now, the research shows that social determinants can have a greater impact on your health more than healthcare or lifestyle choices. The purpose of this podcast is to discuss how to improve health and reduce health inequity by speaking to healthcare professionals, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs. Now, if you're enjoying the podcast, give it a review. Or you can also make a donation to The Healthy Project using the link in the description. It takes 30 seconds and it's super easy. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Now let's get started. Thank you for tuning in to The Healthy Project, My City, My Health Edition. I'm Krisha and I'm going to be your host for today. I'm a senior at the University of Iowa majoring in psychology and minoring in gender, health, and healthcare equity. I'd like to thank DeAndrea for joining me this evening. Before we get started, would you like to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Yes, for sure. I am, uh, my name is DeAndrea Seawright. I have been um, serving the community um, throughout the United States, I will say, um, for almost um, a, a little bit over a decade. Um, I received my undergrad in uh, health education from the University of Alabama at Birmingham. So go Blazers. Uh, I am a certified health education specialist. Um, I'm excited to be here with you, Krisha. Thank you so much. Yes, I'm excited to have you with me today. Can you please share what the My City, My Health Conference means to you? Oh my goodness, it means a lot to me. Um, it is a conference uh, focused on minority health um, and it allows health uh, minority health professionals to talk about the different things that they are um, seeing in every day, how we can combat them. Um, public health initiatives, um, and given us the opportunity um, as audience members, because I was one last year, to ask them questions in regards to their their current field on how we can help constituents that we come across and, you know, referrals. It was a great networking event for me uh, being new to Iowa last year. I love it. I love it. Um, people that I met last year, I still am in contact with. I look forward to the second annual one, but I am so happy that this is an initiative that started here in Des Moines, and I'm looking forward to it spreading all over the United States because minority health is primal um, and we need to embed this into more cities so that we can have more conversations about more minority health. Well, I'm really happy to hear that you enjoyed our last conference and I'm more excited that you'll be playing an active role in this year's conference. Go preventative um, health plan. Exactly. <laughs> How does racism show up in your work as a community engagement executive and health coach? Yeah, great question, Krisha. Um, racism shows up in my in my work um, mainly through health disparities. Um, so when we look at health dis uh, disparities in my work, we're, we're lack of cultural competence is, is definitely um, one of the main things, access to resources. Um, but um, although there are health disparities and, uh, you know, how it shows up, we, we don't want to look at 
how it shows up. We want to look at how we can help combat those things. Um, and some of the ways that I help combat those things is uh, being cultural competent. Uh, co- having cultural sensitivity uh, is also key um, when we're talking about those things. Uh, providing education and uh, training and access to resources. Those are some of the things that we can do to fight those health disparities and uh, key fighting racism at the same time. So those are ways that I combat that. Yeah, that's great to hear. I know you mentioned that you do your best to be culturally competent and sensitive. What are some ways that you strive to provide culturally responsive care to your patients? Oh, yeah. So one, I would say providing that care is um, just being competent, listening to what what they have going on, um, respecting their beliefs is is key. Um, I can go in and and say what I would like for it to happen, but if it's against their beliefs, and uh, you have to you have to make sure that you're actively listening to them. Um, avoiding assumptions is is <laughs> uh, we we talk about being assumptive, but uh, how do we avoid that? Because um, it's so easy to have a care plan going into something, but and then if you don't know who who you're who you're talking to, um, you can kind of hurt their feelings. Not you know not intentionally. Um, and then also we're in health literacy uh, month, so providing that health literate uh, care for them, not only um, on a broad spectrum, but also narrowing it down to their care. Do you know what it means to be a you know a diabetic? Do you know what it means when we say A one C? What is what is that? Or do you know? Or or is it you know one thing that we talked about in college? Or do we say sugar? You know, um, because that's especially in my community uh, or being an African-American, you hear sugar being used a whole lot, but you can use sugar, but also telling them the tools. Okay, you may hear it being referred to as A1C. Um, So just just being culturally competent, providing that health literate care, um, uh, making sure that they're knowledgeable. Uh, Health benefits is key to me. Um, and how they can can use their health benefits to help their care. Um, so being able to break those health uh, benefits down in tiers, um, knowing what you can use. What, what does it mean to go to a specialist? What does it mean, you know, go to a PCP? What does it mean, you know, when we say utilize urgent care versus going to the ER? Those different things. Um, and that that's how we provide culturally competent care. I really enjoyed what you're talking about, avoiding making assumptions about someone and also kind of hearing them out and knowing what they want to gain out of like their interaction with like the physician, kind of just listening to them. Yes. Key. Yeah. And I I really also like the part that when you're talking about um, health literacy, because I feel like knowledge is power. And if we're educating everyone, they'll be able to make like decisions that is in their best interest. Yes. Informed decisions is so important when you're in front of your doctor, your care coach, um, any your dietitian, any anyone that you're in front of, um, being, you know, quality of care, quality of care uh, can contribute to longevity of life. So um, if you're if you're making informed decisions about your care and understanding your care, is a, you're able to go home and do those things that are on your care plan and not have any issues, which means that your health, your your life is getting better. So, yes, we all promote informed decisions. <laughs> That's awesome. 
I know we were talking about many different ways that you are actively trying to provide culturally sensitive care to your patients, but what are some ways that community members can get involved with these efforts to help reduce healthcare disparities? Oh, yes. Krisha, this is a great question. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, one key thing I can say to uh, community organizations is open your doors. Um, open your doors to those healthcare professionals who are wanting to provide those education and trainings. Um, we all have different niche that we can um, contribute to our community, but we have to meet the people where they are. So if you're a community organization that get frequent by two people a day, or even if you get frequented by 30 people a day, open your doors to those that are, are, are willing to provide those trainings um, to those consumers, because that's the only way that we're going to be able to meet those people, provide those give them that quality of care that we want to um, by just being in partnership together. Um, other ways that they can uh, be involved in it is participating in different health initiatives. Um, we just had a, you know, here in Iowa, we had our annual walk, you know, open uh, doing that um, for, with 5321, you know, with Healthy Iowa. And um uh, advocating for policy change. So if you see a policy that's coming out and you're just like, uh-uh, that's not, that's going <laughs> to, that's going to affect the community, you know, don't just sit in, in, in silence, be in front of it, advocate for that change and, and go for it, speak about it, utilize your platform to speak about different things that are happening um, in a positive manner, how we can turn a negative situation into something positive. Um, Participate in things that focus on equity. Equity um, is key. Um, and connect with community organizations that focus on equity. They focus on social justices and they raise awareness through different topics. Connect with them. See what power that two organizations together can uh, contribute to the overall health welfare of the consumers that you're servicing every day. Um, the power of two is better than the power of one. Um, and then even, you know, we have plenty um, organizations all over the world um, that we can connect together with. It doesn't have to be a local initiative. It can be something that's nationwide. So just talk. Let's, let, let's have those conversations. Yeah, exactly. There's strength in numbers and we're able to learn from each other. Like what one organization may be doing, another one might uh, learn something and try to adapt into their own. So I know we've discussed um, many different ways to improve culturally responsive care, but what is one thing you would want our listeners to take away from our conversation today? Uh, one, one thing that I would love for everyone to take away from this conversation is to be involved. Um, be involved. We can talk all day about health disparities, um, what it is, what's happening to the world, assess accessibility to care. But if we're just having those conversations amongst each other, not doing anything, those conversations are just conversations. We need to put action behind actions behind our words and be involved. And if you don't know where to start, Coming to the My City, My Health Conference is a great start. It was a wonderful start for me, uh, mm -hmm. and it'll be a great start for anyone that doesn't know about minor minority health or want to get involved in assisting with minority health and providing health equity um, or even being cultural competent. Those panels that are going to come up, they're going to provide cultural competency. So just get involved. That is the main, main thing. Be involved. Be an involved person, not a silent person. 
Exactly. And it's not necessarily that what you do has to be a big thing, but it's just taking the first action step and then it'll like you'll learn from that and it'll keep leading to more things that you can do to stay involved. Yes. So to hear more from DeAndrea, be sure to sign up for the My City My Health conference happening on November 17th from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. And you can register for the conference at mycity.health. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me.